0: Hi, this is TOCO US brand manager Ian Harvey. I want to talk about fluorine free wax development. TOCO has been working on waxing solutions that haven't involved fluorine for the past 13 years. However, when the FIS announced about three years ago that they would be banning fluorinated wax use in the World Cup, it gave all the wax manufacturers more of a sense of urgency and importance to the project. I'm going to be talking with Stefan Jung today. He is our head chemist and he's been at the forefront of this huge effort to develop new flooring-free race waxes, utilizing the relationships that Stefan has with many raw material manufacturers, as well as being creative and looking outside of the ski industry to many other industries and even on the internet, knowing what he knows uh, as far as his PhD in chemistry goes. Stefan has been able to acquire a variety of materials that had properties at face value that could have merit for use in ski waxes. Some of these have had strong anti-static properties. Others are very hydrophobic and slippery, and others would serve to harden and increase durability and improve acceleration. We, in the TOCO world, we call this triple X because there are three different factors to the new materials that we've used to replace fluorine. That's an anti-static or shear lubricant that minimizes dry friction and it's very resistant to dirt. And there's the hardener, which improves durability and acceleration. And there's also a very hydrophobic substance and we each one of these we've, we've played with very many different substances. So it's, it's not just one element that we're talking about, but the hydrophobic substance is very slippery and, of course, water resistant. So these are the three factors. And we've we've been experimenting with many, many different substances to try to get the optimal result for each one of these factors in different conditions some of these test waxes used different raw materials and others had similar raw materials, but in very different proportions. Then there came a long process where the product, and that's continuing, where the products were tested on snow in double blind tests and feedback was given to Stefan, the chemist, who then made more samples reacting to the feedback from the on snow tests of the hundreds of different test waxes. This was the process when it came to developing new fluorine free hot waxes, liquid paraffins and powders that would go over the hot waxes, and that process is continuing um, as as, uh, as we continue to improve. As Stefan will say here shortly, um, much like with fluorinated waxes, the technology improved tremendously from the mid 80s through today or recently. This, he's he's expecting the process to be similar where we get better and better at identifying products and materials and then fine tuning them etc. So I'm talking with Stefan Jung. Uh, I've done a podcast interview with him before. He's our the head chemist of Toco, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his experiences in developing new fluorine-free race waxes. I think you'll find this fascinating.
1: We tried. I tried a new, uh, let's say, a new type of chemistry, which probably never had been tested before in the field of uh, um skiing and gliding and i had the idea in let's say april march uh, 2020 in the springtime it was a little bit funny idea so i put it by side but uh, before christmas last year in 2021 and uh, then i wanted to to test it so i made a solution out of that and tested it in in, uh, on my Tenerife skis, and I was really astonished because it was really it was really good. It was was fantastic gliding. So then I decided to give it to Otto uh, in the World Cup because he is really experienced and he tell you immediately uh, like, an honest opinion about that. And he said, "Yes, uh, this is something which have potential." So he was testing it in Rupolding and also in uh, Antols. Uh, he took it to China, to Beijing, where it was extreme cold conditions, minus 16 degrees. Uh, but it was so, uh, supposed to be to work in in really warm conditions, like really soft and humid snow. But then uh, he said, "This, I think this is a really potential chemistry because it's working on a broader range. So you can use it in cold conditions. And then we tested it also in Heumannkollen at the final of the biathlon. And there was super slushy, super wet snow with temperatures of 20 degrees and a lot of sun. And then it was outperforming Helix by far. So we had been extreme happy, but then at the same time after Easter, uh, we tested it in Lenzerheide, was more or less the same snow like in Heumannkollen, but then it was behind Helix uh and then we could not understand why it is on one way in Heilenkons so good and then on the other side in Lenzheide is so bad so then i decided yes uh, i have to find out i have to test it the raw materials of the combination uh, and i have to test it by all type of conditions so i understand h- how they are working and at which condition they are working And then I expanded the idea to say, why don't we do the same for all raw materials Christian and I using for making our waxes? Why don't we make a huge database where we single by single testing single ingredients and see at which temperatures, which snow conditions, which humidity, when do they perform the best? because then we we get a clear picture how we have to set together the raw materials to make a really good wax. This gives us also the possibility to to be faster in the development. And this will be the, from now on, we started in Oberhof two weeks ago. There we had a a gathering with the hardware department and then uh, we started the testing and we see really differences between raw materials. Hopefully, we will have a much better understanding, but this is will be a long-term development. It will be uh, the next 10 years probably because you never have all weather and snow and humidity conditions. Uh, and then in the end, or let's say in a couple of years when we have a lot of data, maybe it's also possible to put an AI on top of the database, giving us the data or the results for the... Weather and snow conditions, which we are not have at that moment. So we, we see at which range the raw materials are working in general. And this will put us in a really good uh, situation uh, to really, uh, to make a fast development, also a really tailor-made development. So it can be in the end that uh, we are joining the World Cup, just testing the weather and snow conditions and then we're designing a tailor-made wax for that for that snow and for that conditions.
0: Yeah, that sounds really exciting. And that was a new liquid that you were testing. You mentioned a few minutes ago to me that the new, what's gonna be called the high-performance powder, also performed very well in yellow for the warm conditions. Can you tell me about that and, and when that might be available?
1: They're available from 23, 24. Uh, but I can send you also some samples um, when I get the raw material because I'm out of stock of that. Uh, I can send you some samples uh, so you can also test in when you when you get uh, a warm breakthrough in the winter so you have warm conditions then you can and can test them. I can remember last year that you suddenly had extreme warm weather and one week later it was super cold again. Yeah. So, but- This gives you also the opportunity to make a test on warm conditions when it's slushy and soft and the warm weather is coming Uh, so you can also make a test there so it's it's good to have also different opinion on different snow because you have the the extreme dry dry conditions like uh, the champagne powder where the solid 15 is probably fantastic working Uh, for me would be extremely interesting how it's working also when you have soft conditions, because you said when you have soft conditions, it's still dry snow.
0: That can be, yes. But we also, starting in February in the American West, we also have conditions where the sun, the radiation from the sun is extremely strong. And the snow can change from blue conditions to extreme yellow conditions in only a half an hour. And, and that's different from if it's raining, um, like you find in Europe and in New England. So oh, I would love to test that. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience with testing the new high-performance yellow powder in wet conditions?
1: Yeah, we started, you know, that this, this is a little bit of pity when, you, when you're when you starting a project and you have to develop uh, yellow powder and uh, the end of the development is already May. Uh, but the wet conditions, uh, depending what type of winter you get, maybe start all first in maybe in the end of March or April, so then you don't have really a lot of time for making a development. Uh, but then I uh, decided I have an, an idea um, for a new type of uh, powder in the yellow, and uh, I used the the triple X the additives in a little bit different way. So I, I added them together in yeah in a special thing and. I tested it out and it was really working really well. So everybody was astonished. Uh, so we had really good results. Uh, and yeah, this was the start. Uh, putting them together, making a powder and uh, maybe from next season, when the ban is uh, activated, then it's a really good product for the World Cup even.
0: Hmm. Can you tell me about, uh, this is a Toko brand philosophy, but it's also a Stefan Jung philosophy and that is that we're not necessarily interested in introducing a product because we think that the market wants it. We are innovation driven and not marketing driven. So if if a product isn't to our standard, even if we know the market wants it, we're not gonna introduce it. So
1: I'm interested to make the best wax uh, on the market. So I really want to have the best product. This is the goal to be innovative and uh, be pr- making premium products. So I don't have the, maybe not the experience, but also not the history uh, from the past. This gives me the possibility to think out of the box. Uh, And I think this is something really good because I can go new ways and I'm going also new ways. Uh, I'm not uh, interested what they have done in the past because the past uh, 40 years, it was only floor products and everybody was uh, increasing and developing Better and better fluor products, but now we are in the new age. And uh, of course, we dropped a little bit in performance in the start when we are having the first non uh, non-fluorinated products, but we are increasing. It will be the same development, stage by stage. We're becoming better, and maybe we are in the end, we are even better than fluorinated products. This is the goal. And uh, yes, I'm trying new things, uh, new crazy ideas. And uh, in the moment, it's quite exciting because they are sometimes really working well. So we have to get the knowledge to see where they are performing at which conditions. And then we putting things new together and hopefully we have the best product in the market.
0: Stefan, I've worked for TOKO for over 20 years. I guess I'm on 22 years now. Uh, That's uh, being heavily involved in the wax and tool industry. For you right now, I consider you by far to be the most important person in the, in the company, in the brand, um, you're the, you are the a chemist, and you're working for us at a time where there's an absolute revolution going on and everyone's scrambling to to utilize new technologies and invent new technologies. Can you please talk about how stressful and exciting it is to be a chemist running a um, Togo right now?
1: Yeah. Uh, if you're making as a chemist development, it's uh, uh, let's say 80% is disappointment, but the 20% this is what you're working for to have the highlight when you're standing next to the slope and your people testing. And sometimes they look at you and questioning, What the shit have you done? It's almost like a better clue when I have it on my skis. But sometimes they are coming and they have a big smile on their face and then you understand there is something which is really good. And then they tell you oft, also afterwards, what is that? This is really good performance. And uh, then you get uh, really shiny eyes and you get motivated. And then you go step by step in that direction to, to see what you can bring bring better, better, better products as a good performance products uh, to the market. So this is, as a chemist, I know it also from my PhD There's a lot of disappointment uh, when you're standing in the lab and you try new things. Uh, But you are looking for the 20 percent which are working. And uh, this is
0: then the
1: result of your work.
0: Super. That sounds fun and and exciting. And of course, I'm related, you know, I'm involved in this, but you're the you're the the, the driver, obviously. Um, What about the relationships that Toko and Rob have with chemical companies? Are we able to leverage those relationships? to our advantage compared to other brands on the market?
1: Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, this is a difficult questions because I am cherry picking what I need. I'm more getting ideas and then I checking in the internet uh, where I can find these ideas, where I can find the ingredients, the raw materials, and then I buy them and I test them. So it's not like a company is coming to us and say, here we have some super gliders materials, and then I test them it's more like I find them from my ideas uh, in the internet. Uh, So therefore, the support from the companies is almost not there. Also, if you talk to, let's say, companies like Mufflon producing the fluor powders and uh, asked what do they have as as a next generation non-fluorinated products, then they say, uh, at the moment, we are still looking by ourselves uh, what can be the next uh, generation, but we are not so far in the moment. So everybody is at the same position at the base, and um, some develops faster, some others not. And it's about uh, what type of solution you're using. If you're just going for some small changes in the terms of parafines with some additives, or you, you just take some new chemistry uh because um parafine is always a part of the waxes in the past and people just choosing to make small changes to parafine to get a better performance of course there is uh, small steps forward but we are looking for the bigger steps and there you have to find other solutions
0: thanks a lot stefan it's been great talking with you We at Toko are happy that the industry is going fluorine free. The FIS will be there as soon as they develop a scanner that works, of course. We are confident in our ability to develop clean, fast waxes and think that the ski community and the beautiful places where we ski deserve this. We are happy to continue to be at the forefront of developing new technologies and to make the vision of racing on clean and super fast waxes a reality. Thanks for listening.